Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For more information, visit us at weareradiant.com. Hey, Radiant Church, it's your pastor, Aaron Burke, and I am so glad that you are at church today at one of our six locations. Can you believe we have six locations? It's unbelievable what God is doing at your church. And last Sunday, we got to see miracle after miracle happen with people getting baptized. We baptized dozens of people across Tampa Bay, including seven people at our newest location in North Tampa. It's a miracle. We are part of Revival. Thank you guys for your generosity. Thank you guys for serving so faithfully. And I'm glad that you're at church today. We are at the finale of our Love Handle series. We've had so much fun with this series, talking about love, sex, and marriage, looking at what God's way is instead of the world's way. If you missed any of the messages, check them out on YouTube. But today we're going to end it out with, I'm telling you, an incredible word for your life. I want you taking lots of notes. The speaker today is not a guest with us because he's part of our team, but you might not know who he is. So let me introduce him. He is our Brandon Location Pastor, Pastor June Tavares. Him and his wife, Elizabeth, lead an incredible location right there in the Brandon Riverview area. I know they're cheering them on right now. They've become some of our closest friends for Katie and I. They have a great marriage, great kids, great church there. And I'm really believing God's going to use him to do incredible things this Sunday. He preached the first Wednesday for us a couple months back, did an incredible job. And I just knew he had to preach this Sunday in February. So I want you to do me a favor. I want you shouting them down at whatever location you're at. I want you taking a lot of notes either on the app or there in the papers that you got when you came in today. Show them some love in the chat right there if you're watching online. And let's do this. Let's stand to our feet at every location and let's go wild and crazy as we honor Pastor June Tavares as he brings the word today. Come on, can we just praise Jesus this morning? Can we just praise Jesus today? Man, I am excited, excited to be here. Well, hey, you know, before you take your seats, we're one big family here at Radiant Church, so how about you turn to your right, turn to your left, give your neighbor an air high five, let them know you're glad to see them here today, and take your seats. Hey, listen, I know all of our locations have already done this, but come on, Radiant Church, can we give it up for our first-time guests? Come on. That's you. If it's your first time. We're so blessed that you would take part of your week to come worship with us here at Radiant Church. We hope you feel at home and honored. Uh, you know, um, one of the things that I'm excited about is that this is North Tampa's sixth week, y'all. Come on. Can you give it up for North Tampa? Pastor Jacob and Lexi are doing such a great job. What is up, Radiant Heist, with Pastor Ross and Temple? And we also have St. Pete joining us with Pastor Kenton and Alyssa. Uh, we have Church Online with Pastor Sarah. Hey, listen, if you're online, go ahead and type in there where you're tuning in from. We'd love to see where you're tuning in from. And, you know, I can't forget B-Town. Come on. Can we hear it for our Brandon location, y'all? Man, you know, I am so honored to bring the message today. You know, um, when Pastor Aaron uh, basically gave me, gave me an invitation to come bring the message, I thought, is he doing this because the series is called Love Handles? 
because I don't know if you don't, if, if you don't know this, I don't do CrossFit. Like, I, I don't, I don't. In fact, um, you know, my mom, my Hispanic mom, she, she didn't know anything about no juicer or granola bars or, or fruit cups. I mean, you know what my snacks were? Your snacks were probably Teddy Grahams and, and fruit roll-ups. I mean, I had empanadas as a snack. Like, you know, I, you know, I, I had plantains as a snack. I, I, had, I had avocados, literally just the whole avocado as a snack. But, um, and it was made by a wonderful mother, whose name is also Maria, along with 80% of the Hispanic mom population, which is, which is okay, okay. But listen, can we just honor our lead pastor, Aaron and Katie Burke, man, come on. It is such an honor to do life with them, to serve under them. And, you know, uh, his son Kai, my son Lucas, they do t-ball together. So it's always great to get the family together. I don't know if you know this, but we're j- we just lived this several blocks away from each other, which is an awesome thing to do life with them and also serve in God's kingdom. You know, um, I can't continue without showing you a picture of my family. And so that's a picture of my family, my beautiful wife, Elizabeth. And then we have our oldest, Isabella. Then comes Bethany. And then my only son is Lucas. And then we have a one-year-old, Olivia. And one of the things I love about my family, and specifically my kids, is that they're a bit of a mix. Like, they don't look, they don't look like each other. They have different complexions. And, you know, uh, a, a while back ago, honestly, I'm a little bit of a mix. But a, a while back ago, uh, Elizabeth and I thought, you know what? It would be so cool if we would do our DNA and see, you know, what percentage we are from, from what. And, and so we did it, and it's called 23andMe. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah. So I did 23andMe, I sent my DNA sample, and uh, you know, there's probably three or four clones running around the world because of it, but, uh, but uh, the cool thing is I got my results. Can I, can I share with you my results? I promise it's about the message, so check this out. Um, so I'm, I'm quite a bit of a mix. Uh, you know, I, I, honestly, some of it wasn't a surprise, but some of it was. You know, I, di- I didn't know I had Nigerian in me. I didn't know I had Jewish in me. I, I didn't know I had Native American in me. And, you know, sometimes, you know, our past tell a story of connection. They do. They, they tell a story of, you know, uh, this person connected with that person, and then, and then eventually it got to this person, and then eventually it got to that person, and eventually that person was your mom, and then eventually it got to you. And, it, and you know, they're wonderful stories of connections, but how many know that sometimes there are tragic stories of connection. Sometimes our past tell a story that is not so ideal. It's not the story that you want to tell. It's not the story that you want to tell that you grew up in a broken home. Or, or it's not the story that you want to tell that, that, that your, your, your mom passed away earlier. It's not the story that you want to tell that, that your parents really didn't model marriage right. And there was a lot of unfaithfulness or violence or addictions. And, and, and before you know it, sometimes those past connections that don't seem too ideal end up making its way to your connections, to your relationships. Now, the great thing about the gospel, though, is that the Bible says that through his stripes we were healed. Jesus rewrote your DNA that 23andMe won't pick up. On the cross, Jesus died for you. And so you can rewrite abandoned with daughter, and you can rewrite divorced with son, and you can rewrite, uh, you know, lost with found and rejected with restored because of Jesus. And, you know, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I know this, this message is for the person who has realized, yeah, you know, I do have some issues. 
Yeah, I, I do know that I picked up this from my, da, my, my dad and this from my, uh, from my mom. And I, I do know that I've, I've had some challenges. And I know that it's not all their fault. I know that there's some issues that I have. But I want to tell you today that God is doing a new thing. He can do a new thing in your singleness. He can do a new thing in your marriage. He can do a new thing in your life. So I'm excited to jump into God's word today. We're going to be in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, Hebrews chapter 11. The cool thing about this chapter is that it's called the hall of faith because it shout out, it, it gives a shout out to several people from the Bible, which is so awesome. I'm going to encourage you to read the whole chapter uh, later on this week, but we're just going to hone in on one specific verse. And I, I want to be honest with you guys. I did not expect to be teaching from this verse in a relationship series. And it has to do with a guy named Abraham. Um, And God gave Abraham a promise of a promised land and that, hey, he's gonna bless his descendants. And I never thought, man, you know, uh, I'm I'm closing out the series on relationships, so let me go ahead and preach about Abraham. Uh, That that connection uh, wasn't made until God brought me to this specific verse. And it's in verse 10 of chapter 11 of the book of Hebrews. Here's what it says. It says, For he, meaning Abraham, for he was looking forward to. Have you ever looked forward to something in your life? Have you looked forward to something in your relationship? Have you ever looked forward to something in your your marriage? Have you looked forward to something in your singleness about finding the right person? Abraham was looking forward to something. He was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. And today I want to preach from the subject relationship basics. Relationship basics. You know, when Elizabeth and I first got together, uh, we bought our first home. And our first home was built in 1974. It's, it was an older home. And we knew when we got in there, we needed to do some major updates. I mean, major updates. And we decided from earlier on, we decided, you know what? We're just going to focus on the basics. Because what good is a KitchenAid mixer if your stove doesn't work? <laughs> what good is a surround sound system if your roof is leaking? Uh, right? What, what good is a Peloton if the plumbing is shot? Or, or, or an air fryer if the AC doesn't cool? Now, some of you would probably go for the air fryer over the AC. That's not me. And, you know, and, and here's the thing. We decided to go with updating our floors. And, and it had some carpet that was an ideal. And it also had, it had uh, this, this hardwood floor that was actually warped in several areas. And so we brought it up and we took it out. And we noticed that the foundation wasn't level. Like it would slope to the right a little bit. And, you know, we, we could have decided, you know what, let's, let's throw on some carpet. Nobody will notice. Or let's, let's, let's put some laminate on there. Let's put the, some vinyl on there. It's going to be easy and cost effective. And how many of us do that in our relationships? Like the, the bottom isn't even and, and, and you, we throw certain things on it that's, that's easy to fix because it's, it doesn't cost you anything. So you're like, you know what, this is easy. Let me just throw this on there. The problem with that is that people get connected to you and they start to venture off into those areas in your life and they slip and it can cause injury. It can cause conflict and it can cause, cause division. So we said, no, no, let's, let's make sure to even out the floor. Let's make sure to even out the foundation and then we put tile on top of it. And so uh, I want to I encourage you. Hey, listen, if you have some foundations that aren't even, 
If you have some foundations that aren't, that aren't ideal, I'm going to encourage you to fix that. It might cost, but it's, it's, it's going to help you in the long run. You know, it's going to help you in the long run. You know, and I, and I feel like some of us are, are in, standing on this uneven ground. God doesn't want that for you. He wants what's best for you. And so I want to share something with you. I want to share a few truths that I believe will help you to make sure to put the basics in front and center, to make sure to have the right foundations. You guys ready? Awesome, awesome. So the first point is this. The truth is where your relationship is doesn't have to be where it stays. You know, the Bible says that um, Abraham's dad, actually his name is Terah, he, 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 he basically, the Bible says that he was out, he set out for a, a land called Canaan, which is actually the promised land. But he stopped in a place called Haran. I know it's a pit stop for him because the Bible says that he was, he was, he was out for Canaan, but he stopped at Haran. And uh, what, I, what I think of it is, that, is this, is that I think it was like a short detour. It was like he was stopping gas in one of those un, un, you know, places that are not big destinations. And for some reason, he stayed there. In fact, the Bible says that he died at Haran. And some of us... In, in, in our parenting or even our parents or the homes that we were brought up in, our parents did have good intentions. Like they, they really did want their, their, their marriage to work and they really did want everything to go well. And they probably, when they first got together, they thought of, of dreams of getting to the promised land in their relationship. But somehow, for some reason, they stopped in a place called Haran. They stopped in a place called divorce. They stopped in a place called addiction and frustration and conflict. And before you know it, they didn't make it to the place where they, 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 they dreamed of. And I, I love the Bible, though, and I love God because God didn't say, you know what, Abraham? Your dad didn't make it to the promised land, so I'm just going to scrap your whole family, and I'll start over there with the Johnsons. No, he didn't say that. He said, you know what? Um, even though your dad didn't make it to Canaan, you still have a promise. You still have a purpose. God wants your relationship to work. He wants your marriage to be blessed. Come on, can you give God a praise? Because God doesn't scrap our, our family. He still has a promise for you. Amen. Oh, man. You know, um, I love the fact that we won the Super Bowl. Who's still excited about that? Come on. We got to do better. Fan- we got to be better fans in Tampa. Come on, guys. And so I, I love seeing the Vince Lombardi trophy. And um, it's, you know, it's, it's awesome to see. And it was basically named after a guy named Vince Lombardi. And he was a great coach. He coached the Green Bay Packers. And his his team, his players were really sold out for his program. I mean, they were obedient. They would pay the price because they knew they would win. And in fact, he would start off his coaching with five words. He would say, gentlemen, this is a football. And he would tell them all about the football. Hey, the goal is to advance the football. The goal is to score touchdowns and kick field goals. The goal, goal is to get to the touchdown, to get there. That is the goal. And there was a, a player that actually were, was mocking him because he was talking to professional players at this time. And, and he was telling them all about a football Something that they've been playing with for years. Well, there was a player that mocked him, and the next day he was cut. Because, because he wanted to make sure that the players knew the basics. Hey, you need to know what this is. You need to know that this is a football. And, and some of us need to go back to the basics. We, we need to go back to the basics. 
There's a, there's a, um, a quote that he says. He, he says, excellence is achieved by the mastery of the foundations. Oh, man, that's so good. We need to go back to the foundations. You know, let me help you out when it comes to our foundations and our relationships. It's found in 1 Corinthians 3.11. It says this, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. We need to make sure to go back to the foundations. You know, there's a value in going back to the foundations because that intimacy that you learned of on that website really doesn't work in real life because that best friend and how he treated those girls wasn't really good for how you treat your wife because how social media is trying to normalize divorce isn't really God's best for your life. And before you know it, you end up in a place, you set out for Canaan, you set out for the promised land, but you end up in Haran. And you're like, man, I don't get why my relationships aren't working. And that self-help book didn't help you out too much. And that TED Talk on your struggles didn't really help you overcome your struggles. And, and that life coach might have given you some goals, but it didn't make you feel whole. And before you know it, you're in a place called Haran, falling short of the promised land. You got to focus on the basics. This is a football. This is marriage, a relationship that honors God. This is intimacy when you outserve one another. This is commitment when there is no giving up, no matter what. That is the basics. And so here's the point I want to share with you is realize, we have to realize what happened in the past doesn't have to be what you build your relationships on now. You know, God wants us to have a freedom from what we went through. When I was younger, I thought it was all about a freedom too. Man, you know, a freedom to do whatever I want. A freedom to be with whoever I wanted to be with. A freedom to drink whatever I want. A freedom to drive as fast as I want. But you know what I've noticed is that the Bible is filled with a freedom from, not a freedom to. You know, in fact, in the, uh, Israel were persecuted in Egypt. They needed a freedom from slavery. The man in Mark chapter 1 who had a, a skin disease, he needed a freedom from illness. The disciples who were on the boat and all of a sudden the storm came and they second-guessed their relationship with God. They needed a freedom from fear. Because while we long for a freedom too in our youth, we pray for a freedom from in adulthood. Man, so this, this is the good news, though, with God, because God wants to set you free from the selfishness. He wants, to, he wants to set you free from the resentment and the unforgiveness and the addictions. And all you have to do is claim the name of Jesus as the authority over your relationships. Go back to the foundations. Go back to the foundations. The second point I want to share with you is the truth is God's way is better than your way. This is a hard one for us. This is very hard. My, one of my favorite verses is Jeremiah 29, 11. For, for, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And man, I would declare that over everything I wanted. That dream job, oh man, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And when I was single and I was checking out Elizabeth, I was like, hey, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. But I misread it, y'all. Because I thought it was saying, for I know the plans that you have for yourself, declares the Lord. It wasn't saying that. It was saying, for I know the plans I have for you. In other words, God knows the plan and you 
don't. And, you know, that's, a gr- that's good news because, you know, we don't have a good track record with our, with our planning, right? I mean, that, that plan that you had on buying that GameStop stock, you, you came in late to the party and you ended up losing money, right? You know, that, um, you know, that, that, that relationship that you pursued at, at work ended up creating a hostile environment for your workplace. And, you know, that, that DM that you responded to now is an issue with the relationships that you're in right now. Come on, who's grateful that God has a plan and, and we don't have to come up with ours? You know, when I, was, uh, when I was in grade school, I remember what the teacher taught us about brainstorming. You guys remember that? Hey, hey, come on, it's time to brainstorm. And they gave you a sheet of paper and you wrote down a circle in the middle and there was lines coming off of it. Like, and with every line was the new idea. And, you know, we, you know it's funny because we, sometimes some of us, we do that for our relationships. Ah, what are we going to do today? Well, you know what? Let's brainstorm how I'm going to treat her. Let's brainstorm how we're going to get through this. Let's brainstorm how I'm going to manage my marriage. Let's brainstorm how I'm going to lead my family. But you know what? I got good news for you. God already has plans for how you are to lead your family. He has plans for how you are to treat her. He has plans for how you are to honor, honor him. And I'll give you a few. Single people, the only person you should be giving yourself up to is God. Amen. Wait till you're married to move in. All right? So um, how about this? How about this? Husbands, she is your wife, but she's also God's daughter. Treat her as such. How about this? How about this? This is for for women. Wives, honor your husbands because you married them. Just saying. (laughs) Just saying. You know, sometimes we are, um, we're frustrated at the place that we're in. Sometimes we're just like, man, you know, I just... I know I'm single. I've been single for too long, and, I, you know, I, I need that physical connection. You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm frustrated because in my marriage, like, it, my, my intimacy with her is not where it should be, and I feel like I got to get it somewhere else. And we're just, you know, we're just frustrated at the place that we're in. I have a point specifically for those of you that are frustrated and that you're in, you're in a place where you're just, you, you can't stand. I got, I got a point for you. Here it is. Replace frustration of what hasn't happened with faith in God that it can. Hebrews 11.6 says this, and without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder. He rewards those who earnestly seek him. God wants to reward you from those things, for those things that you desire, but you have to have faith that he can make it happen. You know, the enemy would want nothing more than to make you believe that, yeah, the marriage is always going to be boring. It's always going to be like this. Yeah, I'm always going to be single. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to have that intimacy. Yeah, no one's ever going to propose to me. Yeah, it's always going to be an issue. But how many know that when you put your faith in God, things are going to happen? You know, if Lazarus was brought from the dead after being dead for days, he can bring life to your marriage. He can bring life to your singleness. He can bring life to your dating life. He doesn't need e-harmony to help him out. God will make sure to hook you up with the right spouse. Last point is this. The truth is you should expect a process, not perfection. This is, this is hard. Romans 12, 2 says this, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing 
Now that word renewing, it has I-N-G at the end of it, hinting, hey, this is a process. By the renewing of your mind, when you get into God's word, God's going to start to renew your mind. When you get into prayer, God's going to start to renew your mind. When you get into worship, God's going to start renewing your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect well, you know, I often speak to people that just got engaged and they, they, they feel like they've arrived. They're like, hey, you know, she finally said yes or he finally proposed. And, you know, they, they feel like they've arrived at the, at the promised land flowing with milk and honey. Uh, but how many married people know that, man, that was just the interview process. You haven't even started a day of work. Right? I mean, you know, you know, yeah, that, you know that, that's like Rocky without stepping foot in the ring. That's, that's like Elsa still in the, in the palace. Like, I got, I got daughters, so that's what. <laughs> that's like Tom Brady still playing for the University of Michigan. You haven't even played pro ball yet. You know, there's a reason why in high school there's no money involved and no contract involved. But when you get to the pro leagues, there's a covenant, there's commitment, there's faithfulness, there's honor. There's a lot of things because now you are in the big leagues, baby. You're in the big leagues. So that's why you have to show up. That's why you have to know the basics. That's why you have to be focused on where you're at. You know, um, there was a picture that I saw that was extremely impressive. It was, it was on the aftermath of Hurricane Michael that hit Mexico Beach, Florida. And I wanted to show that picture. Um, literally leveled all of the beach homes on the shore except for one. And, you know, people went wild after this because it wasn't like, oh, man, this one was the only one standing. It was like this one was the only one standing and it looks untouched. Like, it looks like there was no hurricane that went by there. And the reporters were like going wild. They were going nuts. They were like, how in the world does this happen? And so they tracked down the builder and they tracked down the owner. And, uh, and here's what the owner and the builder had to say, which was pretty awesome. They said that they said, we weren't concerned with the home being up to code as much as it being able to survive a storm. And here's what they said after. They said, we built it for the big one. You know, I'm ready to see someone not be concerned with what culture code is on how marriages are supposed to be divorced and how, how it's normal for you to get a divorce here. I'm ready for someone not be concerned with the coworker that keeps haggling you on, man, you should get a divorce. You should get a divorce. You should get a divorce. Or you should give yourself up to this person. You guys should live together. You guys should move in together. I'm ready for someone not to be concerned with that DM, that if you respond to it, you will jeopardize your marriage right now. I'm ready for someone to not be concerned with what other people think and to focus in on what God says are the basics. Focus on building it for the big one instead of falling short for the small ones. Come on, I'm going to say that again. Focus on building it for the big one instead of letting yourself fall for the short one. Oh, man. Here's my last point. Renewing your relationship with your first love, which is Christ will strengthen your relationship with your second. You know, I wanted to, to end with this point because some of us can run the risk of, uh, of getting out of this relationship series and go home and say, you know what, I know what's going to fix everything. Let me make dinner reservations to burn steakhouse and my marriage, that's it. It's going to be great. You know, what, let, you know what, we've had some issues, but hey, how about we plan a vacation? I think that'll fix everything. Let's go. 
You know, and, and we, we run the risk of, of, of maintaining the, the frail foundations of the past when we seek easy res- resolve, when we seek easy, easy fixes. I, I want to share something with you in Matthew twenty two thirty six. This is the last scripture I want to share. This is when the, the religious people were asking Jesus, hey, what's the most important commandment of all? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And he says, this is the first and greatest commandment. And then he goes on to say, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. You know, God highlighted this specific verse for this, for this sermon because I had, I had always, you know, read this verse, but I, I didn't notice something that he, he said, hey, you got to pay attention. You got to pay attention. He said, pay attention to the priorities. He said, pay attention to the order. And there's, it isn't chance that God tells us that we need to make sure to love the Lord with all our heart and with all our soul and with all our mind. So much so that he actually had a little break in scripture. And he said, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say, this is the first and greatest commandment. He paused there. And some of us need to know, hey, that's what's important right now. Let's go back to the basics. If we have the basics to get down, we can do the second part of it. You can't love better than, you can't love the other person better than you love God. You need to make sure, hey, my relationship with you is good. I'm putting first, God, because when you put God first, everything else will fall into place. You know, and some of us, it's, it's like we're doing life on a balance board. And we're like, you know what? It's all about how he looks. It's all about what she makes. It, it's all about the surface things, how many followers they have, or, or hey, it, it's all about whether he's available, because if he's available, then I'm available, and, and, and we can get together and be available together. And before you know it, like, you're, you're doing life on a balance board, and you're like, you know what? You know, it's okay if I have that addiction. It's okay if my idea of intimacy is this. And, 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 and it's, it's okay if, if I go by the flesh in this area because so long as no one knows, I'm good. You see, it's important to know what you're standing on because when you were younger, you didn't have a good relationship with your dad and now you're seeking approval from men. When, when you were younger, you didn't see a good model, model of marriage and now you think it's okay to have that conflict in your marriage now. When you were younger, somebody showed you a videotape or a CD or, or introduced you to a website that's ravaging the intimacy you have right now because you still have that in your life. And before you know it, we're doing life on this balance board, on frail foundations. And then here's how we justify it. We said, you know what? I've been balancing this all my life. It's okay if I continue. I don't need counseling for this. I'm good. If I come clean, if I'm honest with myself, people will notice that it'll be uncomfortable for me. And you know what? I balanced it before, so I'm going to continue to balance it now. And some, some of you get really good at balancing. You're, you get really good at it. You're like, ah, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. But how many know that there are storms that come? There are storms that come in life, and before you know it, if you have frail foundations, you won't be able to survive the storms of life. And if that's you, I want to encourage you. 
that, that you can step off of how your, how your parents' relationship was and you can step on to Christ. You can step off of the addiction that's been ravaging your intimacy and you can step on to Christ. You can step off of the abandonment that you're facing and you still live with and you can step on to Christ. Come on, can we give God a praise that we don't have to stand on the frail foundations of the past because we have the Lord Jesus on our side. We can stand in the firm foundation. And here's what we're gonna do. Let's stand up, let's worship God, justifying, making sure that we're firm in his foundation. Come on, let's worship church. This is the greatest love I know. A king would die, spare my life. So worship God today. Come on. Who feels a freedom that they don't have to live in the past, that they can live in the foundation of Jesus Christ? And so here's what I want to do. I want to give you an opportunity. Some of you have lived in the place where you weren't designed to live. Some of you are in Haran right now, and God wants to take you to the promised land. This is an opportunity for you to take a step toward Christ and to take a step past what you went through past that abuse, past that pain, past that, those thoughts of divorce and those thoughts of going to a different relationship when you were called to that one. You see, because Jesus died on the cross for your sins and all of us have fallen short of perfection, but because of Christ, we can have everlasting life. And so here's what I wanna do if you, if you wanna take that step toward following Jesus. And some of you have made a decision to follow Christ a long time ago, but, but you're in a place where, where, where you've noticed I've been drifting away from the foundations of Christ. Well, today is an opportunity for you to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life and rededicate your life to him. Because God wants you in the promised land. He doesn't want you in Haran. He wants you in the promised land. He wants your marriage in the promised land. He wants your relationships in the promised land. He wants your dating in the promised land. He wants your engagement in the promised land. God has better plans for you, regardless of what past you went through. And so I'm not gonna ask you to come up or anything like that. At the count of three, I just wanna ask you to just slip that hand up and I will include you in this prayer. One, two, three. Come on, slip that hand up if you want to make a decision to follow Jesus. Hands going over all over Tampa Bay. Praise God. Well, hey, listen, slip that hand back down and we're going to pray this prayer. And we want all, let, let's all pray it. Say, Father God. Come on, let's say it all. Say, Father God, I come before you recognizing the frail foundations of the past. Today, I go back to the basics. Today, I choose to follow you. Today, 
I make you Lord and Savior of my life. Come on, can we just celebrate life change happening all across Tampa Bay? Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For service times or giving options, visit us at weareradiant.com.